In this episode, we're going to go to the good book. Hello everybody, this is Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show, episode 3 of season 5, and I just said we're going to go to the good book, but obviously that can mean different things. The book I'm talking about is, yes, I'm glad it's there, I didn't do my prep, I'm glad it's there. Right, uh, it's this book obviously, and I said I would take out, because this is all about mental training, I'm going to take out certain things that I teach within this book and use it as material and content for you beautiful people watching this show. And uh, I'll do it this way. I'll flick through the book, you say stop. And when you stop, whatever topic that's on, that's what we'll talk about. Okay, this could go completely wrong. It could be just the intro page by the time you say it. And I can't really hear you as you know, but so I'm just gonna guess. And it's, you're watching it recorded, so it's completely. <laughs> anyway, here we go. You tell me when to stop. Thank you. Uh, page 158. This is beliefs. Now, personal beliefs. Beliefs are, I mean, it's a big section, beliefs, in that book. But I'm going to go for something called modeling beliefs. I mean, there's limiting beliefs. There's micro and macro beliefs. There's all sorts of beliefs that we talk about, um, which form the internal coding of your brain. And we live in two worlds which is another bloody chapter. And in two worlds where the external world is where we all live and we see each other and we operate in. The internal world, which I call the matrix, is what we operate from or where we operate from. So this internal world, just like the movie Matrix, is like, a, it's a fictitious world really. We create it through all the rules, the values, the beliefs, and six different ingredients that go into this. There's more, but I concentrate on six different ingredients that go in and create this model of the world that you've got, perspective. And it dictates pretty much how you act, your behavior. And if you change some of these ingredients on your internal programming, you'll have a different person that, does di that takes different actions, a different viewpoint, different behavior. So this is fascinating. This is proper human uh, decoding when you come into this sort of area. And beliefs is a huge one. It's ingredient number three, in the book is beliefs and um, modeling beliefs. So it's it's not about self-belief this, not really. Modeling beliefs is a topic I don't think I've covered that much in the whole of the seasons, the other four seasons. I don't think I've really touched upon it, but basically this is when you copy the beliefs of somebody who's getting the results that you want. So when you look at quotes, when you look and you watch motivational videos and you get quotes from people, and it inspires you because you can see what that person believed in in order and it, and it was kind of their part of their internal coding it was in ingredient number three their beliefs they had these certain things the way they saw the world and if you copy that you will improve that's what this is all about now in the book i think it's i think she's called emma uh as the example and i'll have to sift through really to find the other one but there's two drivers that i give an example of and it's somebody, it's two drivers. One isn't very good at going through high-speed corners and the other driver is. So the person who is good at going through high-speed corners, we want to model their beliefs. We want to know exactly what they're thinking about, what they're doing with their focus, what they're doing with their body and the rules that they have about a high-speed corner that allows them to be so quick in it. 
And what you do is you start to list these out, their exact mental coding, the way they operate, of somebody who's quick through high speed, and then you go to somebody who's not very quick through high speed and you elicit all their values, all their beliefs, all their rules and how they do, how they approach a fast high speed corner, even their body, their breathing, tension, everything. And you have that listed out. And I bet you, you have two completely different lists, which creates different performance through high speed. This is just an example. There are so many ways you can see this. You get somebody who's good at going into a company and selling themselves as a, as a driver for sponsorship, you elicit their beliefs, you find out how they see it all, how they view it, their beliefs, their values, their roles, all of it, you, and how they approach, you know, how they go up to the desk, how they're stood, and you write all that down, and they're a confident person in that scenario and really good at selling, and then you go to some other driver who is not very good, can't even get themselves to knock on the door to go in or to phone up, and you see their beliefs, how they operate. Again, two different lists, all the different qualities are different and you get two different people. It's the internal coding. This is where the magic is, everybody. So beliefs, modeling somebody's beliefs. So if this person who wasn't very good at doing whatever starts to take on the beliefs, starts to really digest them, starts to live with them, starts to even walk like that person, have the same kind of values, how they see it, share their perspective. It's amazing how all of a sudden their talent is good or it's a lot better. It's closer to what they need to be to be like the other person. And I want you to do this. I want you to understand there's certain areas in your racing or in your life that you're not very good at and you know you're not. Even if you're hiding behind excuses and you're giving yourself something else that's a belief limiting beliefs if you're giving yourself some of them saying i can't do because ain't got the time and all that crap and you know you've got the time you know you've got the resources if you wanted to but if you said right i'm not very good at this area and this area two things the sponsorship calling people up and yeah let's high speed corners let's just say that i'm not very good at them too then it's your job number one is to find out who is and how can i model them how can i learn from them even if it's distant even if it's just talking to people that know that person, you don't have to talk to that person absolutely in their face and, and know them. It can be done at a distance. But you start to understand how they mentally operate and you model them, you become them. So let's go back to the high speed. Going to the high speed corner. In the book, I've called this person Emma, who's really good at going through high speed. And she will have certain things, right? She will look at corners and already have a belief of, I love high-speed corners. But that came after. That, become, that came after she was really good over a certain amount of time. And then she got the reputation. She loved it. She saw she was quicker than everyone else. So she took on that belief. But before that, she would go through with simple rules like, or she would have simple beliefs like this. It's my job to keep the speed in the car and be smooth on all inputs. because So I can use the arrow. High-speed corners are a great place to make time because most people can't go fast in them. When I approach the corner, I look into the apex super early. As I turn into the corner, all I can think about is the exit. So again, my vision is very far ahead. When driving these corners, I am direct with the steering, but I'm relaxed. So you're just having a conversation, right? With somebody who's good at high-speed corners and they tell you them things, how they keep their vision further down the road. It's not here. It's not like... I'm looking at a turning point, which is ridiculous, and then 
I look in and turn and then I look to the exit and go. So it's like dot to dot driving. If you do that, you will overwork in the mind. Your driving is becoming very erratic. And if you're in an aero car where you've got to keep the platform flat as possible, it's not going to work because you're going to be doing too much steering. So you never, in, in general, in all of your driving, you never want to look shallow. If you're, you, you know when you're doing this, when you're going towards an apex and you're looking at it and you're virtually there, but you're still looking at it. You're not even looking at what's going on ahead. That's bad. You're in a car or a machine that's moving at 100 mile an hour or whatever it is. You better tell the brain what's coming up next so it can adjust and it can be precise for when it goes on the throttle. So vision is a whole different technique, which we'll probably talk about another time. But that is just another belief that she's got. It's like, I'm going to look further ahead. And when you do that, it slows down. It's not looking there up, turn and adjusting like this. It slows down. You're looking through the corner. If anybody knows Cop's Corner at, at uh, Silverstone, it's a corner where it's kind of flat in some cars, but it's really on the edge. Okay. Especially when it had a gravel trap. You can run off now. It's not as bad. But if you were going towards there, it's got a blind apex. But if you're looking through and you visualize where that apex is as you're approaching it, you'll naturally turn in at the right time once you get this down. And then you're thinking about the exit way before you're even at the apex. So you've turned in. Once you've turned in, you can't really do anything else. So the car's already on that trajectory, right? So you might as well look up and plan the throttle. What that does is slows everything down. It then makes the corner, because your head is so far ahead and you're not there yet, everything seems a bit slower and less frantic. So she's doing that. And that's just a belief, a belief of mine, she said, and this is a real person, by the way, a belief of mine is to look far ahead. And when I talk to people who are not very good at high speed corners, it's the opposite. Talking about other things, she said, relaxed. So she's going through, she's relaxed, looking far ahead. She's really, she's direct, but smooth on the inputs. That is a high speed driver. Now, if I was to ask somebody who's really bad, right? Really bad at high speed. They keep over braking before they go in or losing all the speed down the straight afterwards. Uh, pretty dangerous when people are following them. You've even seen them on iRacing, right? Now that kind of person will have different beliefs. They'll say things like, high speed corners are difficult. The goal is to go as fast as I can without risking a crash. When I approach the corner, I go as deep as I dare until something in my chest tells me to lift. I sometimes think about the outside wall and how close it is. So if I make a mistake, I'm going to have an almighty shunt. When going through these corners, I grip the wheel as hard as I can and just hold on. And he'll finish off by saying, I do not like high speed corners or I know I've got to improve there. What's the difference? Now you've got somebody who's thinking of the outside wall and how they can have a crash, who's tense, who will be, they won't be looking ahead because they'll be in emergency state of mind, fear. So they'll be looking a bit more frantic and close, trying to put little fires out as they go through. Their inputs on the, on the pedals and the steering will be erratic because they're so tense and they're scared. And they're thinking, right, I'm going to go as deep as I can. What if you're not feeling confident that day? Or what if you're feeling overconfident that day and you're going too deep and then you come out really slow? It's a mess. But you can see again, if we wrote down what she said, what Emma said and what the other guy, I think it was James in the book said, um, then you've got two lists, two different rules, two different models of people. Now, if Emma was to train James, say, right, what we're going to do, I'm going to jump in this road car with you. We're going to go and take that high speed corner in the way you should. 
And if she sat down with him and just said, right, this is what I believe about corners like this. And she told him the most important beliefs, one, two, or maybe three beliefs, or the way she sees high speed and approaches them, he would make a definite improvement immediately if he copied her. He said, right, what I'm going to do, I'm going to be nicer to the car. I'm not going to shock it so much for what I'll do with the brakes and everything and the steering and the throttle. Instead, I'm going to look further. I'm going to be smooth and I'm going to focus on the exit curb really early. And all my focus is going to be on that. All of a sudden, he's not thinking about the wall. He's just so thinking about what I've got to do. Instant improvement. That is the most simplest way of me saying this is how you model people's beliefs. And I want you to do that again. So find out what is it in your driving? What is it outside the car? Is it leadership skills? Has your teammate got the team wrapped around their finger and you haven't? Whatever it is that you know you must improve. I don't want you to just kind of guess what you should be doing or and just being in your shell. It's like, no, there is an unlock. My brain works. This is you. My brain works in a very similar way to everybody else out there. The only difference is, is they've got different beliefs. They see things in a different way. And then they've done it for a long time. So they've got proof that it works and it gives confidence, right? That's all you've got to do. Your express route to improving is taking on the model of other people that have got the results that you want. This is why I put out quotes. I put out quotes on Instagram and stuff. It's not to be this motivational speaker. It's basically, I've seen something that's relevant to me or to someone I know, or it's just relevant. And I've gone, oh, that's great. I'm going to put that out there. And hopefully that will just inspire somebody to take on that belief and run it for the day. Because you can take on a belief of like a Steve Jobs or an Etten Center, and it can be a belief that you really treasure you're like wow if I just do one day with that belief guiding me my actions will be so different that's just one of their beliefs that's modeling so you've got to fill your internal world with the kind of coding beliefs that helps you and if you can see somebody getting something that you want they're already doing it they're masters all you've got to do is read between the lines if you can't meet them of their quotes their interviews how they talk what you've heard about them, and you can sort of elicit their beliefs from a distance. No problem. You only need two or three to actually take on and ingest and make sure you claim it and show yourself how that will help you in the future. Really load it up. Like, I want to take this belief on. I'm going to run with it for just one week or just this next race weekend. Then do it. Or if you can sit, sit with them and say, how do you take high-speed corners? And that'll be really simple to start with. Oh, mate, I'll just keep it lit. I'll just keep it flat. Okay, a bit deeper. Um, how do you actually do it? What are you thinking? What are you focusing on? How are you holding your body? Where's your eye? Where are your eyes looking? What's your breathing like? I want to get the exact process that your mind's going through to help you take that corner fast. And again, remember, I'm only using high-speed corners as a complete example here. It can be talking to someone. It can be asking somebody out for a date. If you see your mate is so good at chatting people up, and you're like, I can't, I'm too nervous. Again, your side will have a list of why you're nervous. I fear being rejected. I don't want to look stupid. It happened before. Brilliant. This person is, nothing to lose. If they say no, whatever, I'll move on to the next one. Again, different beliefs and rules. Take this on. If you're not really competing or performing in a certain area that you want to be, find someone else that is distant or if you know them, model their beliefs 
take it on, run with it, see what works with you, see what makes an impact. Your mind works. You've just got to give it the internal coding that allows it to. Okay, got it? Speak to you next time.